Episode 80 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Welcome. This podcast was created because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. This week, we pick up where we left off last week with Chase Coke. Chase runs Coke Disruptive Technologies and spoke to a recent startup grind. The organization helped us with audio from the event. We used part of it in episode 79. This week, we continue with his message for those who attended the Startup Grind event. But first, some notes about the weekly edition. We got to honor Wichita physicians this week at the annual Best Doctors Dinner. Those doctors were chosen using the results of a survey of other physicians. They're all listed in the weekly edition, and we write about their practice areas. The coverage starts on page 13. We also feature this week a roundtable discussion with Wichita commercial bankers. They say they've never seen a better local economy, and they're optimistic about 2019. That begins on page 36. This week, we talked to Jennifer Ray on her experiences as an entrepreneur. The owner of the Monarch in Delano is the subject of our regular story on Wichita as a great place to start a business. That's on page five. Our lists this week, Wichita Area Minority-Owned Businesses, page six, and Area Credit Unions, page 10. Business leads, yeah, we have them. The latest building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, real estate deals, new lawsuits. This week it starts on page 48. Back in a moment to hear more from Chase Coke. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Chase Koch is president of Koch Disruptive Technologies and the son of Koch Industries CEO Charles Koch and his wife Liz. He spoke to a crowd recently at a Wichita Startup Grind event. Our thanks to Startup Grind for helping us with the audio. Chase was interviewed by Christina Long. She's the owner of CML Collective. Last week, we heard Chase tell stories about his first job at Coke, about his time at Texas A&M, and in a band in Austin, and how he returned to Coke Industries to work. This week, some more insight into Chase, his company, and his family. Christina Long asked Chase what he thinks success looks like. Yeah, the first thing I would say on that is we have this this model that's core to Coke's vision of what we call virtuous cycles of mutual benefit. So it's this idea that... You've got to start with your existing capabilities and what you're good at and demonstrate that a customer wants to work with you and they're willing to pay you for something um, because you're creating value for them. And then if you do that, then you have an opportunity to expand your customers, to get into new segments, new businesses, and, um, and then get more customers, right? And then you have to prove that out. And then that's going to point to the need for new capabilities that you have to add. You got to buy them. You got to, you got to build them or whatever. And then that is a virtuous cycle, right? If you get that right, that that is, uh, you just continuously drive yourself and that's a never ending process. And that's the way Coke was built. And that's the way we're going to continue to, uh, to build Coke. But the key is you guys all know this. The market is moving so fast. That, that cycle, if we're going to do well and continue to grow, we have to spin it faster and faster and faster all the time. So the reason I give that as background is um, uh, we've got to embrace that um, from a KD, you asked specifically about KDT. So we're, you know, we're early stage company. We're a pre-revenue company, to be clear. <laughs> um, so... Um, 
we have to demonstrate that, that our capabilities add value in the marketplace. That when, when we're, when that Coke kind of, um, I call it the kind of a Coke laboratory mindset of where we bring Coke industries to an entrepreneur, like the guy that was building the Amazon of ag, we have to, to live up to that brand promise. And that we do that in a way where we roll out the red carpet. It's an incredible customer experience coming into Coke. We're not slow and bureaucratic. We don't overpromise and underdeliver because that's what they're used to from big companies, right? And um, so we're working really hard to demonstrate that value in the market for the investments that we've made and, and that we're, we're hopefully getting ready to make. Um, and then from there, we will scale and we, you know, and 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 continue to uh, to improve. But we need to do that thoughtfully because I've got plenty of businesses that. Um, that I've led where I tried to do that too fast and, and and was did it irresponsibly. He also makes the point that neither he nor his company have some grand vision for the future. Like his dad says, it's all about creating value. And I, I think this is something that, that I've learned and made mistakes in in the past that I would share with entrepreneurs here is that don't be thinking about things like you're going to have some master plan that you're solving for and work back working backward from. I don't think that works, and at least it hasn't worked. I've tried that, and it doesn't work very well because the market is moving so fast. You're learning stuff new. all You can never keep the, the plan going. You've got to have this, this what capability do I need next to add value to my customers, and then what, how do I capture and prove that next opportunity? And if you have that mindset, you'll just keep growing and keep growing and keep growing. So, so I would say we need to, to stick to to that model, um, number one, and that principle, and uh, not get too carried away too quick. Um, uh, but I would say, it, from a business success standpoint, if we can build that great brand in the marketplace and get great customer feedback and we become the preferred partner, that's a, a squishy kind of measure, but we'll know if we're doing that or not. That yeah. That's one. Um, the second thing would be, obviously, you know, we're, we're in an, an investment shop then we need to make good returns. And that's the, if we do, that's the market telling us we're, we're doing something right. So I, I hope that we have uh, good, um, good returns. But most important is that the technologies that we bring in, it can, it can transform Coke Industries so then we can add more value to our customers. Chase says he'd love to be able to find ways to get the parent company into some business models they're not in today. And he was asked about his leadership style. I've learned a lot of uh, things not to do. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, every day is a, is, a, is a learning opportunity around leadership. But I would say, I, you know, I, I strive for this. So I'm, I'm not saying that, that I'm, I'm perfect at this at all. But I would say that the model for how to think about leadership is, is servant leadership. And that is, how do you help others succeed? I, I remember... Um, when I, uh, I worked in uh, Coke Fertilizer, I was struggling in one of my roles, and uh, I went to Dave Robertson, he's, he's president of Coke Industries, and I said, Dave, like, I'm struggling so much, you know, I'm getting to work at like five or six and staying late and you know, not spending enough time with my family, I'm just going from one thing to the next, I, I'm not adding value, and, and he's like, well, um, you know, as a leader, um, small, medium, large business, Coke Fertilizer is a very large business uh, for, for Coke Industries, um, you can only really uh, do three things. And I'm like, okay, you know, drum roll, please. Like, what, what's this going to be? And, and he said, you have to set a very clear vision of where you're going. And you got to connect people and communicate that consistently. 
The second thing you need to do is get the right leaders in the right roles. And uh, that's a lot of work, right? Um, thinking about how you leverage different people's comparative advantages and uh, get roles designed around people, not trying to shove people into roles and, and you know, some, some org design that you've crafted, right. right? You can create an organization around people. That's number two. And number three is then, you know, once you, you do that, um, and that's a never ending process, you help them. Mm -hmm. You help your team, right? And I, I did not, before I heard that, I, I didn't have that mindset. I was like, I gotta know everything, I have to be involved in all these details. Um, you know, aired on the side of micromanagement in some cases, and I was just like, what are you doing, you know? And so it took, like, basically cracking in certain areas to, to get to the point where it's like, that, this just, this dog doesn't hunt, right? And, and so, so to me, that would be my, um, I guess my learning and feedback is that I try to do my best to say, where can I create the most value? Make sure the vision and the people stuff, I focus on that. Um, and then just try to be helpful where I can. And if I can't help people, I, I know who the person is that is skilled in that area that can help um, the team. So that's how, that's how I think about it. And Christina asked Chase to share his best advice for the audience made up of local entrepreneurs and some startup business owners. You know, like, what am I doing to help others succeed? Whether it's my customer, whether it's my community, um, whether it's my family, and, and just look at the world through that lens. If you start with that idea of how I can help others, how I can create value for others, real value, um, then, then you're gonna win too, right? And it seems like the most basic concept, but I think a lot of people start with how do I make money yeah. and, and what's in it for me sort of thing. And that, I just, that's such short-term thinking. If you start with how I create value for the marketplace and my customers, then by default, you're going to capture value yourself if you, know, if you pick the right customers and the right partners and that sort of thing. So I would just constantly be asking yourself that question is, what, how am I creating value for others today? He knew he was not a business operator, but a guy who could come up with new ideas and create new things. And that's how he created Coke Disruptive Technologies. He said it's just important to find out what you can't be as it is to find out what you can be. Then it was time for questions from the audience. First question, what kind of music did your band play? I, you know, I love classic rock. I like jam band stuff. I like jazz, um, a lot of different things. But what we would play is we had our own music, and I'm not sure if you'd even call it music, um, but we had some of our own originals. Um, but we cover Led Zeppelin. Um, we cover Fish. We covered Grateful Dead. We covered Pink Floyd, um, so that gives you a sense for what I what I like. So I don't know I don't know if anyone likes that kind of music, but I do. An audience member asked if he had advice for high schoolers who were interested in being entrepreneurs. Starting always asking the question, how how can I create value for others, and specifically your customer, right? So do you? Do you really know who your customer is? It seems like the most basic question, but ask yourself that. I mean, like right now, and sometimes you fumble through that. Like, who is my customer that I'm trying to add value for? And so we, part of Coke's vision and, and what we believe the role of business in society is, is 
creating value for um, in the marketplace for customers that's better product services and solutions that's better than their alternatives while consuming fewer resources. So you can use that as a framework to say, okay, you, you have to know, number one, who's my customer? So you ask yourself that question. And then two, what am I doing that's better than what they can get down the street from someone else? And then, um, and then three, how do I just widen that delta all the time, right? Because that alternative is changing faster than ever. Right, I'm sure um, Stephen Werner from Lawn Buddy. I'm sure he's got more with his success. I'm sure he's getting more and more competition coming into the market, trying to take a, a piece of that action. Right, so he's got to figure out how he's going to continue to reinvent himself and his model all the time. Um, so to me, that that would be the biggest advice: is stay so hyper customer focused and understand what their alternative is, and you got to figure out how to, how you're better than that every day. Then someone asked, what's the best feedback one of your direct reports has given you? He said it was basically focus on my competitive advantage and get out of the way. And so that feedback is gold, by the way. And so that's the other piece of, of advice I'd have for everyone in here, entrepreneurs, is you have got to have the humility and, intellectually, and be intellectually honest on what you're good at and what you're not and seek feedback from the marketplace, from your team, all the time, we we believe we have you know believe at Coke. Part of you know humility. One of our principles is that you seek timely and honest feedback, and you give timely and honest feedback. And that's it's a little bit different at Coke in some cultures because it's right between the eyes all the time. It's respectful most most of the time, um, but but um, that's that's the only way you know what to do to get better because we all fall in the trap of just being ourselves right and you're just going to keep on doing what you do and you feel like that's the right thing if you don't seek feedback and really mine for that of what really people really think and i think i have it's harder for me as well because of the last name coke and i try to make it as 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 easy as possible where i'm like i need your feedback and you've got to build trust to where you're telling me exactly what I'm doing right and what you think I'm doing wrong um, so that so I can create more value in the business. So I, I think that's, that's really important. Chase was asked about blockchain, the online currency system. He says he doesn't know much about it, but the company is investigating it to see what potential it might hold. Someone asked if Coke Disruptive Technologies was met with a good reception in Silicon Valley. The first roadshow was in January. And when I went out there, I was so excited, you know, bouncing around. I was like, oh, here's, here's what we're going to do, and here's how we're going to create value, and we want to be your partners and all that. And there's like, they looked at me like, okay, great. Another corporate VC. Um, you guys are going to be slow and bureaucratic. You're going to overpromise and underdeliver, and uh, you're going to be a pain in the ass to work with. So, yeah, should we, you want to be partners? <laughs> so, so um, that, it was, but again, back on honest feedback of what their alternative was on, um, on what, to what typical corporates are like to work with, that was incredible feedback for me. So I was like, all right, that's what we're not going to do, right? Um, so I think since then, and I, you know, look, it's early days and we're trying to build relationships and build trust, but they've been incredibly receptive. I, I feel like we're ahead of, of where I thought we'd be, um, you know, 11 months in. Another advice question this time, he was asked about the best advice his wife has given him. So my wife's here, by the way, Annie, Annie Koch. She's sitting in the front. Um, she came in 15 minutes late, by the way. Um, so we're going to talk about that. <laughs> she was at work. 
Um, you know, uh, some of you may know Annie started a school, um, uh, Wonder, and I'm um, so excited and, 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 and proud of her for what she's, what she's accomplished there and her vision. Um, so I would say more generally, I don't have like one very specific thing, but more generally, um, you know, she's doing a startup business as well. And so, you know, uh, we, we, it's funny, we, we talked about this a couple months ago that, um, you know, hey, we're, we're both in this kind of startup world and neither of us have done this before. And um, we're both kind of building the plane as it takes off. It's, you know, we can learn from each other. She goes, yeah, the difference is, um, I'm building the plane as it takes off, but I'm putting my kids in that plane too. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, those are my kids too. You know, I mean, uh, no, but um, you know, when you think about uh, this, is another thing that my father taught me early on. You think about any partnership, whether it's um, a customer, um, a potential investment partner, a supplier, or even you know who who you choose to to spend the rest of your life with um it's you've three things need to be in place you need to have an aligned vision of where you're going and that needs to be that needs to be you know really locked in you need to two you need to have aligned values and the same value system but then three um you need to have complementary capabilities you both have to bring something different to the table um and uh i just you know, it's like my father said about my mom, if he had searched the world over, he couldn't find a better match for him. I feel the same about uh, my wife, uh, Annie. As things wrapped up, Coke talked about what the company is looking for. He says when they evaluate something, he says, is it disruptive? Is the leadership team made up of proven, principled entrepreneurs? And will there be a mutual benefit? Finally, he was asked the question that all guests at Startup Grind get. What can Wichita do to help you? We're, we're early days with, with KDT, so we're being, trying to be really thoughtful in how we, um, how we add talent to the team. But it's going to be, as we scale, it's going to be a mix of internal talent, um, but also external talent that bring in you know, new mental models that are, have more of a futurist mindset um, and that think way differently than, you know, than, than at least the way that you know, I kind of grew up in the mental models that I learned uh, within Coke. So we're looking for futurist principal entrepreneurs. So um, I, one of my jobs is to, to understand what talent's out there and of course uh, start with what, what talent is right here in our backyard. Um, so I would say, you know, we're, we're looking for awesome talent and we're, we're very opportunistic when we, when we see the right talent. Um, and uh, so, you know, we, Wichita just has to keep growing great talent and uh, hopefully Coke will, will continue to grow and we wanna, we wanna add a lot of value to this community. So hopefully we can keep doing that. Coke was insightful, humble, and funny at times. Those are qualities he's going to need if someday he gets called on to run the parent company. Again, our thanks to Startup Grind for helping with the audio and to Christina Long. Great job as moderator. Back in a moment. Most bankers are good at banking talk. What you need is a banker who knows how to talk business. Your business, that is. I'm Andrew Cheney, commercial lender here at Equity Bank. If you've got plans to grow, we're ready to talk about your business. Visit equitybank.com. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 80. 
Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy Hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.